0: What's up, guys? Happy Valentine's Day. We are back with another edition of the DNVR Rams podcast presented by Bojo's Pizza. Bojo's Pizza, Colorado's own mountain pie. Right now, you can get a free honey cheesy bread with the purchase of any entree. All you got to do is tell them the DNVR family sent you. What a deal. The DNVR staff actually hit up Bojo's yesterday the the Arvada location and everybody was just raving about that honey cheese bread I'm gonna have to get over there and try it I'm definitely a fan of Bojo's as a whole but I like honey I like cheesy bread I like local companies so sounds like a match made in heaven definitely get over to Bojo's and try out that honey cheesy bread remember all you gotta do tell them DNVR sent you. Off the high screen, Dorian kicked to the corner, Feirano for three, it's good, with the foul! And back to throw is the quarterback, and Hayward is sacked by Joey Porter. Page takes it in, scores, J.D. Page. Or Stevens lets it go, and there's your touchdown, Michael Gallup. Got it down low, Hornung, dump! Here come the students. Leading by 10, here's Van Pelt. He's at the five, touchdown Colorado State! We're back, we're back, we're back, we're back at last. Sorry about uh, the delay. We were trying, like I said earlier this week, I'm trying really hard to get these podcasts out earlier in the day, but I've had some technical issues. My laptop driving me crazy, man. I mean, it's, it'll be like fine for a week and then it'll just bug out on me for like three, four days, but it is what it is. You know, it's like eight years old. I've gotten a lot of use out of it. That's for sure. Used it for all of school, all of the professional experience that I've ever used. So ultimately, you know, I can't complain too much. I'm saving up for a new one, hoping to get a new one after the season, actually. So that should help me just avoid some of these issues moving forward. That's the plan, at least. But I hope everybody is having a phenomenal Valentine's Day, whether you're, you know, whether you're in a relationship, whether you're single like me. It's all right, fellas. Not everybody has got somebody right now. It is what it is, you know. You could uh, just think, at least you're not me. I last night was in a room full of beautiful women, just ridiculously gorgeous women. Thank you to Hooters for so much I had just an absolute blast. I was a judge in the Miss Hooters Colorado competition at the Westminster location. So, they do these and this is how like they did, you know, determine who advances to, to potentially be in the calendar down the line. They invited me out. Hooked it up with free beers, hooked it up with some wings, really just a great time. But man, these ladies were gorgeous. They were absolutely gorgeous. That said, I don't think I was necessarily the best judge in the world because you know, who am I? What am I- Am I gonna give somebody lower than like an eight or a nine? Honestly, like everybody could have got tens across the board. I tried to find like little things to nitpick, but man, what a night. I had a great time. Thank you, to Hooters. But Getting back to my original point with it being Valentine's Day, nothing is a brutal reminder that you are brutally single than judging a Miss Colorado competition, and then the next day is Valentine's Day, where I woke up alone. So it is what it is. I love sports. You love sports. That's how we're going to get through this winter. We got a big game coming up against Wyoming on Saturday. I'll be making the trip. trek trip. I just combined those two words, apparently going to make the trip up to Laramie for the Border War the second edition this season CSU obviously took care of business when these two teams played earlier this year for today's podcast I'm I'll go over the game a little bit I'm going to do a post game podcast to make up for Thursday but I just there's just not a lot of juice in this game right now I have a lot of respect for Allen Edwards and the Wyoming staff, but it's just not a good team. They don't really have the size or the skill to match up with CSU. You can't, I mean, you can't underestimate anybody. We all know it's college basketball. Anybody can be anybody, but this is just, this program just isn't what it used to be. It's really kind of disappointing because I'm going to talk about a couple of games from really not that long ago uh, where they were just phenomenal. I mean, for about three or four years, CSU Wyoming was must-watch basketball. I mean, some of my favorite games that I got to attend in college were between them. Not all, not all even CSU wins. I mean, the Cowboys had some ballers over the years: Josh Adams, uh, Larry Nance Jr. We're we're gonna talk about it though more. I'm just gonna talk about just a couple of the fun moments in the history of the rivalry going to talk about what the Rams need to do well on Saturday to get a victory. Uh, But like I said, you know, they're, they're ultimately the much better team. I don't foresee them stumbling. I mean, I know they lost to Laramie or to Wyoming last year up in Laramie, but I just don't see that happening this year, especially after that tough Utah state game. I just, I think you're going to see a focused Rams team come out and take care of business. I expect the Cowboys to press. I expect them to play hard. I expect them to give effort, all that. Hunter Maldonado is a bucket for sure. You got to watch out for him. Ultimately, I just think CSU, they got too much talent. They don't have anybody to match up with Nico down low. David Roddy should be able to get his. Isaiah is always good for, you know, to run the offense. I just, I trust Isaiah Stevens so much at this point. Dude's not even a freshman. At this point, Roddy and Stevens aren't even really freshmen anymore. I mean, they've... Technically, it's still their first year of school, but they've just gotten so much playing time, and they've grown so much. I just, I think this is going to be a game where you see them go out and just kind of take care of business. I mean, I, that's kind of a, a corny way to say it, but I just don't feel that nervous about the Rams going into this game. Maybe that's not wise because you know, the Pokes—they they hate CSU. They're they're always going to be up for it, but I just think the the disparity in talent right now is. Is too significant, and and while I do think Maldonado is is a great player, I just don't see him, you know, single handedly beating CSU. If if Jalen Harris couldn't do it, then I just don't see him doing it. That's that's really how I feel about this game going in. Honestly, I just I just don't fear Wyoming. I mean, it's it's really sad. So let's uh let's let's pivot here for a second and let's kind of talk about what this history or what this series used to be like not all that long ago. I'm going to talk about my three favorite CSU Wyoming games. Now, I should mention that for, for the sake of this podcast, I only used games that I actually attended live in person. So I'm not necessarily saying that these are the greatest games in the history of the rivalry, but for your listening sake i just think it it makes more sense for me to talk about games that i actually witnessed just because then you you can talk about you know the emotion the context everything else that goes into it versus like you know i can pull up a score between a tight game that happened in 1984 or whatever but i'm not really going to be able to to paint a picture for you all so if it was an article or something where i could you know, really take the time to, to just kind of lead into it. In general, I just think it's easier to write about games you didn't watch than it is to, to talk about games you didn't watch. I don't, that's just me personally, but I wanted to qualify that because I didn't want to have a bunch of people be like, well, what about this game in 1980? It was so much better. It might've been, but I just wanted to kind of go over a couple of games from not that long ago to remind everyone that, you know, this was a, a rivalry that, that mattered a lot. And, It still does matter. Uh, Don't get me wrong. The border war, the CSU versus Wyoming hatred is very, very real. Obviously, with where Wyoming is at as a program right now, where CSU was at as a program the last couple of years, these are two teams that have just kind of fallen a little bit, come, come down a notch. Rams are heading back in the right direction. I can't really say the same for Wyoming right now. I have a lot of respect for that staff, but it's rough. I mean... Wyoming usually fills the arena no matter what. I mean, they're definitely a bigger football school and I even like some of their other sports volleyball, wrestling I think are probably more like just get more consistent support, but it's 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 kind of crazy to see how empty that arena is on a, a on a game-to-game basis. I'm sure you know, I'm sure they'll show up for CSU a little bit, but yikes. I mean, I, I remember I covered Wyoming for Tracy Wranglesby two years ago at the Mountain West tournament, and their women's team went on a deep run. And they had like a couple thousand people come out just to support the women's team. Their men's team wasn't even good that year. So that that shows, you know, how dedicated Wyoming fans are. So if they aren't showing up, it's it's bad. And it's been real bad in Laramie the last year and a half. I mean, they're they wouldn't compete in just about any league. That's just what it comes down to. I mean, they're they're really, really, really bad. I know I'm kind of beating a dead horse here, but it's it's just crazy to me because when I think about some of these games that I attended three, four, five years ago, more like four or five, and Wyoming was a team that nobody wanted to face. Josh Adams and Larry Nance single-handedly took them to the NCAA tournament a couple of years. I mean, there were some awesome showdowns between them. So let's just kind of go down memory lane here. Think about when uh, this rivalry mattered a little bit more. This game obviously is going to matter for the Rams, but at this point, if you're Wyoming, you're pretty much just trying to play spoilers. I'm sure they would love to, to throw a wrench in CSU's plans moving forward, but man, how the mighty have fallen. All folks, before we jump into this segment, I did want to take a second to acknowledge Breckenridge Brewery, Breckenridge, the official beer of DNVR. It's Valentine's Day night. You might be looking for a specific beer. You might be looking for that specific variety to impress your significant others. You don't want to waste your time. You don't know if the local liquor store is going to have what you're looking for. No fear. Hop on the Breck Brew Beer Locator. It'll tell you exactly where you can find your favorite Breck beers. This is a game changer. It's going to save everybody so much time. It's so convenient. Personally, I don't know why I would ever, you know, shop for beer anyway again. why Why even take the chance when I can just hop online, find out exactly where the beer is, pick it up. So convenient, so clutch. Shout out to Breckenridge. Love those guys. Cool, 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 cool. Let's move on here with this next segment. Just kind of talk about a couple of games when this rivalry mattered a little bit more. Kind of puts you in that mindset that CSU Wyoming mindset. Remember, oh yeah, Wyoming actually used to be a relevant team. On February 22nd, 2013, CSU was able to win against Wyoming 82 to67 at Moby Arena. If you remember back, not a lot went well for the Rams in 2013, 2014. They had some talent, but just couldn't really put it all together. The locker room was broken. This was basically like during the 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 peak chaos of the Eustace era. The next year, I think it was 2014-15, where like Desiman was the only person that Larry would let talk to the media. Just crazy. But on this night, everything went well for CSU. Octius and Beharano combined for 43. Avila had 11. JD Joe Desmond threw out 12. Uh, one of the few nights worth remembering from that season. If we're being honest, it was it was really hard and it was really disheartening because it was right after you know that exciting season with Colton Iverson and, and everyone where they were able to advance the round of 32 in the a tournament. So to follow it up with a 16 and 16 season was just it was deflating. It was a gut punch, and I think it really uh, killed the crowd. To be honest, for the next couple of years, you know, that was kind of what happened under Eustace. If we're being frank, it just it, it was not a great program, and honestly, it resulted in a team that had some decent talent. You know, pretty much underperforming, in, in my opinion. John Octius went on to play uh, at Purdue. Yeah, Bejarano, he's playing professional out professional ball. Now he was a walking bucket. He, you know, there were, there's plenty of things you can criticize Bay or Harano about. He definitely uh, took some crazy shots at times, but he could score. There's no doubt about that. JJ, obviously a professional basketball player. Joe Desmond was a great player. Marcus Holt, uh, Carlson Hurst, who ended up transferring out J O John Octius, who also ended up transferring out a couple years later. It's just a lot of talent and they weren't really able to put it together. But when I think back to that year, which was actually my first year of college, I, uh, I I had fun on that night. So that's why I included that one. It was not necessarily two great teams, but a big win for CSU nonetheless. Fast forward a couple of years, and it's a completely different situation. January 20th, 2016, CSU loses to Wyoming 83-76 to in Laramie. Rams lost both matchups against the Pokes that year. I refer to this year as the Josh Adams year. Adams is just one of the many former local dudes that made it his absolute pleasure to kick CSU's ass. I mean, he didn't get recruited by Stacy, and that dude made it his mission, made it his absolute mission to remind CSU that every single time, it's a lot like Justinian Jessup at Boise State. It, It becomes personal, man. You're a Colorado kid. You grow up of dreaming of you know, playing for CU or CSU, whatever, locally. You want to represent your home state and, and to not get any interest when you're a guy like Adams. Adams, a guy who hit the game winner in a Colorado state championship, a 5A state championship. Dude hit a game winner. Go look it up on YouTube. An incredible play. He absolutely owned CSU that year. On this night, he had 28 points, four assists, four rebounds, one block, and one steal. Pretty good. Let me say that again. In the win in Laramie, he had 28 points, four assists, four rebounds, one block, and one steal. That's impressive, right? Listen to his line at Moby 37 points, seven assists, eight rebounds, four steals, two blocks. You know what I wrote in my notes after that? In all caps? WTF with, like, 45 question marks. I remember him going off, but even, like, looking at these numbers a couple of years later, it's like, damn, that boy went off. I can't lie. If I could take any... If I could take any Mountain West player from my college time and put him on CSU, it would have been Josh Adams. Right now, there's a strong argument for Sam Merrill. Y'all know that I love his game. I think Merrill probably plays a higher level of I I don't really know how I'm trying to say this. I think Merrill is a, a more technically sound basketball player. I think he plays the game a little bit smarter, but man Adams was a freak. I just, he could jump through the roof. He was one of those dudes that didn't care. He'll, he'll jack it up from three with a hand in his face just so that he can swish it and, you know, throw a little gesture back at you Just one of those dudes that was so hyper-competitive. I think if he would have been a CSU Ram, I think Josh Adams would have been beloved like Bradley Van Pelt. That's the type of mindset, the type of killer attitude that he played with. And as a sports fan, as somebody that loves that stuff, it's intoxicating. Like, I loved Josh Adams. And I have no problem admitting that. I know it's a rivalry. He's a Colorado dude, and he's a baller. And I, I miss watching him play. I miss this rivalry being relevant. And, and Josh Adams was, for you know about two and a half years, a big part of that. Go forward to the next year, February 28th, 2017. This is one of the most fun CSU-Wyoming games. Just one of the more fun basketball games I've been a part of, period. This is the Prentice-Nixon game. The Rams win 78-76 on a buzzer beater from Prentice-Nixon. I a one to. 2 if you remember back, back to back games actually. San Diego State and Wyoming, both at home, both buzzer beaters, both court storms. It was just one of those years for CSU. You know, it, it didn't start well, but it definitely ended well. Um, the Rams actually won a tough game on the road two weeks before this that I could have included, but anytime there's a buzzer beater, that's the one you got to include. This was a pretty deep Wyoming team. I mean, Justin James and Hayden Dalton were both coming off the bench. Think about that, James, who led the league in he didn't quite lead the league in scoring, but was a first-team All-Mountain West player. Hayden Dalton, another local dude that probably should have been recruited by CSU. They combined for 41 off the bench. Herndon, Alan Herndon, went for 17 in the starting lineup, but ultimately, they just they couldn't outplay CSU. Gian Clavel went for 17. Prentice Nixon went for 23. Emmanuel had 13 and 11 boards. Carvacho had a double-double as well with 10 points and 10 boards. JD Page threw out nine points. This was probably the high point of the Magnificent Seven era. I just, I know there were some fun games. Actually, the thriller against San Diego State in the Mountain West tournament. I think there's an argument for that as well. But to just do it on your home floor, to sink the game winner, to have everybody run out onto the court and and dance together and celebrate. That's what college basketball is all about. And I would just love to see this rivalry get back to a place where you're playing relevant games, where you have two teams going at it to where it matters enough to where, you know, if you make a game-winning shot that the that an entire full arena would would storm the court. So thinking back about these games, I just think it's fun because it, it's a reminder, one, things can change really quickly. And, and two, there's just a lot of history between these programs. I mean, I know most people... especially the younger generation, gravitates towards CU being CSU's biggest rival. I get it. A lot of it has to do with pompousness, but the border war is special, man. It really is, and I do think the the football rivalry is a bigger deal. I just... It is. This is still a, a very, very cool tradition, and I'm looking forward to going up to Laramie, so hopefully the Rams can take care of business so that we have some fun content to talk about, but... I will be there, but be posting updates through it all. Hope everybody has a happy Valentine's Day. If you're listening to this on Saturday, if you're heading up to Laramie, safe travels, peace, much love.